0: happy tuesday and welcome into the phnx sun devil show i'm anthony totry yeah, joined you are. for the second day in a row now sean the yeah i am sean you're making money moves out right here, man you're just hopping from show to show straight from phnx uh, d-backs
1: you, over here man if you want to call that money move straight, uh, straight i mean I, I went straight from producing coyotes to bets to d-backs to this really um Got a chance to drink a factor smoothie in between, though, which oh, is God. nice.
0: I've got some in my fridge. I cannot wait to get my hands
1: on it. Yeah, I didn't that. really look closely. You informed me this morning yeah. that some of the flavors, we got more flavors yeah. than I realized. I thought they, they just sent us two flavors. They sent us a few. Uh, strawberry banana is my favorite, though. I mean, no I free ads. I don't know. Do we have, are we reading? Do we have a factor ad at all today? No, we don't.
0: No. no well, this is free ad for factor
1: This is just love. Um, nice little smoothie for lunch.
0: God. I'm, I'm chilling you know it's a good day they're so good any day is a good day when you got smoothies dude mm-hmm. and you got college football to discuss actual that's just and guess what okay. i want to say we're about 37 days yeah. away now Darl from Gatto arizona days. state football oh yeah baby god damn i'm so excited i feel like it's been forever since we've actually we're been coming. able to, to like watch asu football and i know we've got a bunch to get into just in terms of like the takeaways from media day but dude like while we're on the topic of again being 37 days away from college football like we're almost it's almost fucking here (laughs) like it feels it feels like no it'll be here before you know it it feels like yesterday they finished the the u of a game and me and shane were driving back and we're like okay like now now? (laughs) (laughs) like something's gotta happen right and then kenny gets hired and it feels like a whirlwind of the last yeah six seven eight months and now like i said 37 days away man like it's it's just so damn exciting
1: no yeah i mean i i and i always get excited about football season right like i was excited last year but obviously there's so much more to be excited about this year there's reason to think that the team might actually be like semi-competent uh, <laughs> which is not a shot at the players from last year no. in any way shape or form obviously um it is a shot at the coaches um <laughs> So like, and even if they're not that good at the very least, I think there's going to be things to be excited about. Like there's going to be like Jalen is going to be one of the best tight ends in the country. Um, There's, there's offensive weapons for days. We are, we've talked about Roe and JC on the defensive side. Like, but particularly offensively, there's so much reason to be excited about this team um, outside of it just being football coming back, um, which is good because I feel like it's, you know, it's been a little bit for there to be like a real reason to be excited about ASU football. Um, so I, obviously to have a guy like Kenny as your head coach, it's hard not to be excited about the, about his first season as head coach.
0: Yeah. And I think part of it, right, is they just seem closer together. Yeah. The, and I know the they've vibes said it are different, man. They've said it at times before in like years past and you, let's be real, you talk to really any team they're going to to tell you they're, exactly. they're going to tell yeah. you whatever but that's not necessarily like the truth right you can see these players outside of the workouts outside of team meetings outside of the facilities going and doing things together yeah. as a group yeah. right whether that be going golfing together or just hanging yeah. out playing video games and that was together. something that
1: kenny talked about at Passport media day was about how important that is to him and when it, especially when it comes to building a culture like uh, I mean, I feel like obviously it's a very different circumstance, but like we talk about building a culture here at PHNX all the time. And like if you, if there's not like a real sense of like you actually care about the people you're around, like you guys are actually my my friends. You're not yeah. just coworkers. And like it's way easier to build a culture when there's a genuine connection between the people that, that are supposed to be a part of that culture. Um, and I think you're seeing that with them like you I mean you we see it all the time we see it with Jalen all the time like Jalen's in here every week with somebody different on the team that he has some kind of relationship with and I mean from freshmen to offensive guys defensive guys like he coaches coaches like you you see Kenny how many head coaches are in the youtube chat of their tight ends podcast <laughs> like it's and it's always filled with different players commenting on the podcast like there's clearly a connection here and i feel like that's i mean not i feel it's obviously super important That that's the kind of thing that gets teams and i feel like i talked about this a lot yesterday like it seems to play a Beyond what their talent is. And on the offensive side of the ball, there is a lot of talent. So if they can play beyond that, oh boy.
0: Yeah, watch don't out. Talk
1: about it being exciting. It's going to be dangerous.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be a lot of fun. I do want to hone in on the media day a little bit today. The defensive players went yesterday. We talked a lot about that. Today was all offense. So we got the chance to hear from all of the quarterbacks. We got to hear from Elijah Badger, mm-hmm. Jalen Conyers, obviously, um, Geo Sanders. Like there's just a, a lot to get into there's so much talent on this defense, man. Dude, it's just you start <laughs> naming players, and you're just like, oh, wait, I forgot about him, right? Oh, Mel Kwanstelval, yeah. Gio Sanders, yep. Jordan Tyson, who's not even there yet. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so much potential talent, and I think there are guys that are returning from last season that – I don't want to say they've been pushed down the depth chart, but they're guys that you're not necessarily talking about because, A, they didn't necessarily perform at a ridiculous level last season, and now there's other guys on the roster, but you look at a guy like Messiah Swinson, who we're going to hear from a little bit later on in the show, who I think is going to have a phenomenal season, not only because of what Kenny's offense is, but getting the chance to talk to him a little bit today and right you like you hear his aspirations to play in the nfl and he made the decision of like okay he really had to sit there and be like okay am i declaring am i entering the portal yeah. am i coming back to asu and you know he came back to asu for a reason um but before we hear from any of the players i want to tell you guys just a little bit about oh geez guys it's getting hot it really if you didn't is. already know okay we're not looking forward to all this ridiculous heat but we are looking forward to what og's is cooking up and what they're cooking up is the best scratch made gummies in the valley whether that be their new pink lemonade gummies which i highly encourage you to get a hold of Mm. because they are limited edition maybe check out the Aquaberry sleep edition gummies if you have a tough time sleeping or if you're like me and you just kind of want to stick your hand in the cookie jar and see whatever comes out they got all sorts of stuff watermelon red apple peach, Orange Creamsicle, they really do have it all, guys. OG's doesn't miss when it comes to flavor and effects, so get your pink lemonade gummies while you can. Check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispo. You do got to be 21 years or older to purchase. Yeah,
1: I mean, and you mentioned the, su- the summer. Uh, I mean... Uh, listen, So, if, you, if you're if you not from here, like obviously, if, or if you're from here, if you've been here your whole life, you know that the sun is different. But if you're not from here and you come out here, like you really have an appreciation for how this sun... Oh yeah. It comes at you, man. Like it is. There's something different about the Arizona sun. Um, and I mean, to be honest, it can be dangerous. They you're trying to drive can. around and stuff. You got the sun in your eyes. That's a recipe for disaster. Thankfully, do we have the company for you? Um, it's our friend over at Shady Rays. Um Listen, they, they, uh, oh, am I looking at the wrong thing? I'm definitely looking at the wrong thing. Do we have a Shady Rays read?
0: Just keep going. Just keep
1: going. The answer is no, but just keep going. Well, shout out Shady Rays. Um, (laughs) well now I've thrown myself off.
0: It's all good. Me, you know what goes great with the heat? <laughs> it's a nice ice cold beer from Four Why you Peaks. stop me? Man. Make sure you wear your, your Shady Shady Rays to too, because you. it's sunny out there. Yeah, How about that? There you go. You Shades, Four
1: crazy. Peaks. OG. Oh, set geez. me up for failure. I didn't set you up. For well, failure, you didn't set me up for failure, but you didn't. You had a,
0: an opportunity to it's stop me. It's like I was in the fail. passenger seat of you driving, and I was watching you run a red light, and I didn't say anything like about it
1: ultimately on the blame but you you
0: could have prevented it four piece guys get it in your system because it is refreshing and all of their flavors are bomb still on the wow the peach ale is always good a little bit of hazy in there plus like i said it's hot a beer goes great with a hot day and guess what today's tuesday so it's a teacher tuesday they're back over at 8th street pub every tuesday through july bring a valid teacher id and receive four dollar pints of Kilt Lifter, Wow, Hazy, and Hopknot. Guys, check out At Four Peaks Brew or At Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's Hometown Brew. You do got to be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. All right, quarterbacks. That's what everybody wants to talk about at all times. And if you <laughs> didn't know, Sean, there's a the quarterback competition going oh, is on there now? in Tempe. You do we got, have a starter yet? No, we still don't oh. have a starter yet. Do we have seven no? now? No, yeah, no, there you go. <laughs> Trent Borgay, Drew Pine, Jaden Rashada. That seems to be the three-headed monster that Kenny Dillingham has to choose between. He talked a little bit at Pac-12 Media Day just about what each of these quarterbacks really brings to the table, right? He really likes Drew Pine's quick release. Obviously, his experience over at Notre Dame. Jaden Rashada, obviously, as a kid, still learning, developing, but has an absolute unit of an arm, which I think we saw at times in the spring. And then Trent Bourguet, uh, he's just a master class when it comes to football IQ. So yeah. it, it's it's going to be a heated competition, I think. And I think all eyes, in reality, are going to be on Jaden Rashada, right? Because Arizona State hasn't had a guy in the building like Jaden Rashada really since Jaden Daniels first got here. Yeah, um, And he was asked a little bit about the quarterback competition today. And I'm going to be honest, I wasn't expecting... The answer that he gave. So this is what Jaden Rashada had to say when he was asked about the quarterback competition. It's out of everybody's hands, you know. So just going and you know, you versus you every day, going and competing, and most importantly, most importantly, learning and developing is what's most important to me right now. So um, you know, whatever happens, happens, and um, you know, I'm going to be the best teammate, you know, and my numbers caught. I'll go and give everything I got.
1: I feel so bad for this kid dude (laughs) like he is so I I feel he got so screwed over with this Florida stuff and I, I and like I feel like he just got such a bad reputation he's clearly just like a good kid yeah you you put 13 million dollars in front of anybody's face they're gonna fucking jump at it like what are we talking about so uh, i mean yeah i love y'all but you give me 13 million dollars fuck fuck you anthony totry fuck you leah merrill 13 million reasons 13 million dollars you could all go fuck yourselves i'm out of here sorry no shot anyways um like yeah i mean but he's clearly he's a good kid like that's that's a the right answer He's going to compete and he's going to learn and he's going to
0: do whatever is asked of him. And I think for me, the the thing that really stuck out is when you're asked about a quarterback competition and you're obviously the youngest guy out of the three. Both these other guys have gone through quarterback competitions. They've lost quarterback competitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you look at a guy that has all this pressure, has all the eyes. Yeah. And his immediate response is, first and foremost, it's out of my hands. Yeah. And second of all, I'm focused on learn, learning and developing. In this era of college football, to have a former five-star quarterback at the high school level that is in year one yeah. with a brand new head coach, two guys, Andrew Pine and Trenton Bourget, that are certainly going to give him a run for his money. And he's sitting here being like, you know what? It's not really – it's it's out of my hands. I'm here to yeah. learn. I'm here to develop. Like yeah. He understands, I feel like, that he is the building block for the future. So I, I think that is such a, it really is a well thought out answer yeah. from him.
1: And I mean, in today's day and age, obviously you can't guarantee any, guarantee anything and things change rather quickly. But like that is at least to me, sounds like the sentiment of a guy who plans on being here for a while. Yeah. Like he is not, he doesn't really feel the rush of being like, if I'm not playing, if I'm not starting here, like I'm not going to be at ASU next year. And obviously again, like he, he is a, like, he's a smart kid. He knows what like the right answers are um so you can only read into it so so much but at the end of the day like he he is giving the right answers he's especially with cuz like the, the casual fan probably does not know a whole lot about Jaden Rashada they see a kid who is probably just like oh he's another one of these kids that all he cares about is the money and so there's that part of it and there's the part of it like he was a five star of course he's going to come here and start and be the best quarterback in the conference like yeah. and and no, neither of those two things are accurate or realistic um and i think the most important thing is Jaden Rashada clearly seems to understand that
0: yeah, absolutely. You look at, you, you bring up the Florida thing, right? And that is something that I think is going to stick with Jaden Rashada for a while in his collegiate career and professional career. Why? Because guess what? It was like the first major NIL fumble. I will, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go ahead and say that just because of how or, much or, money yeah, was
1: involved. At, at that scale, for yeah, sure.
0: right? So he was asked about just like Arizona State today. And he was like, I came here because like growing up, this is where I saw myself being at right, yeah. and there's gonna be people that hear that and they're like, "Guys, oh, full of shit." Like he committed to Florida again. Back to what we were saying: if somebody hands you thirteen million dollars, exactly, I don't care if you're taking me to fucking Candyland.
1: Like I'm taking the <laughs> oh, thirteen I mean, million dollars. A lot less to, send me to <laughs>
0: like, that's, that's a You're absolutely but, choosing yeah. thirteen mil over like a place that you like grew up wanting to go. Why? Because thirteen million dollars is
1: life changing money. money. Yeah, and I mean like, there's a lot of like. Saying that this is somewhere he wanted to go growing up is not, like... Sure, it could just be, like, you know, lip service, or whatever. but You're like, Right, it could be. But it also, like, there's real reason to believe it's not. Like, it's not just anybody saying that this is a school he wanted to go to. He obviously had a connection to the school growing up. It's very realistic that he saw himself being a Sun Devil as a kid. Um, and so that's also a nice thing to have. like and, and also, like, everyone wants to look at this kid as a kid who's just after the money. Well, at this point, he's also a kid who's been burned by money. Yeah, he like he's probably a lot less hesitant to just follow money blindly. Uh, not that he necessarily was doing that when he went to Florida, but like he, if someone's promised him thirteen million dollars, he's probably not just being like, "Oh, I, of course that's gonna happen." Like he he knows better now, um and so he's probably much more in a position where he's like, "Sure, either might be all of this opportunity to go get money, but none of that's guaranteed." I have to put myself and my happiness first. Um, And hopefully that happiness is here at Arizona State. Um, And I think that's great. You have a quarterback with a chip on his shoulder and a a quarterback that if he wasn't before, which I'm not saying he wasn't, but if he wasn't before, he now seems to be motivated by the right things. Yeah. And that is a a quarterback with a chip on his shoulder that has talent and has the right motivations is, is that is a recipe for a kid who if he's committed to this program like he seems to be. If it's not this year, next year, the year after that, oof, watch out because he, he is going to be one hell of a quarterback and one hell of a leader and a Sun Devil, which, you know, that, that's one thing like uh, you wanted everywhere. Kyle Sully was great, but if your quarterback is m- your Mr. Sun Devil, too.
0: Oh boy, that's a different kind of buy-in then. Oh, absolutely, it's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem for. That's everybody That's how you build else. programs, man. Oh yeah, when your quarterback is the heartbeat of everything. Like, that think you about do.
1: One, of the, the, one of the one of the the college football moments that has given me the most chills in the last few years was Joe Burrow running out of the tunnel with the E or the E A U X spelling of Burrow yeah. um, mm-hmm. on senior night. Like he was a, he, he was all, he was bad rouge He LSU, was a LSU, LSU yeah. tiger, right? And so like, and obviously it's it's awesome when anybody is like that, when any, when a skill position player or a cornerback or something is like that. But when he's your quarterback, man, like there's a different buy-in on, from the team. There's a different buy-in from the fan base. Yeah, there is. There's a different buy-in from the, 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 the boosters. Like it, it, it changes things. And Jaden Rashada, obviously again, things change so much that I'm not trying to get too far ahead of myself. But at this point, he seems like he has his head on straight and he, he has the potential to be that kind of guy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we know Jaden Rashada is just really a third of this quarterback competition. Yeah. Drew Pine being another third. And we heard from him today. This is a kid obviously coming from from Notre Dame. He has had he, he's been in the thick of quarterback competitions in the past. Right. With Jack Cohn, Ian Book, Tyler Buckner. And for him, he never won. Any one of those quarterback competitions, right? The one with Ian Book wasn't really a competition. Book had been there a while, yeah. the winning quarterback in Notre Dame history. And then you move on to Jack Cohn, transferring over from Wisconsin. And Book was or not Book, uh Pine was the guy that was there already mm-hmm. and having to fight off a transfer, right? So when he was at Notre Dame and that that real second year that I covered the team, he was the Trenton Borgay. He was the guy that stuck it out behind somebody that had been there for a while, and then he was looking to get his opportunity. Tyler Buckner was pretty much the Jaden Rashada. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Drew Pine lost that competition to Jack Cohn, ended up playing in a couple games because of injury, uh, did some amazing things, and then you have the quarterback competition with Tyler Buckner that he lost. Buckner obviously going down last season, Pine stepping in, having a real solid season for the Irish uh, so he's not a rookie when it comes to quarterback competition. Yeah. So I got the chance to ask him uh, just what he learned from each one of those quarterback competitions, and this is what he had to say.
3: As I've grown throughout college, like you know, like I said, I, someone asked me about you know the you know around a competition. You know, you try to press a little bit, and you play, is, you know, go out of your comfort zone, and sometimes that. Can Causes a lot of you know errors, um, but you know I think I've learned in what I did last year in camp and this year in camp is I'm just going to go out there and do my thing. You know I, you know if Trent or Jaden or anyone's going and throwing bombs and scoring touchdowns all day, it's not going to make me say, hey, I'm going to go chuck one up. You know what I mean I got to stay within the system, I got to stay within the offense and make the right decisions every single play. And you know we'll take those shots. I love throwing the ball deep. I I absolutely love it. And we have great guys who can do it not only a receiver but a tight end so um, but I think as far as the competition goes you just got to control what you can and just you know be able to go out there every day and give it your best
0: i like the answer just simply being able to control what you can control
1: yeah yeah i mean that 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 is clearly like that's the one thing that jaden rashada does not have going for him. I guess is just he's never been in this situation before um and it's very easy just like as a human being you're in a group like this in any kind of competition you see someone showing out you 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 press you try and and do more you try to you go outside of yourself a little bit and try and do what they're doing as opposed to do what you know you can do right um And obviously, that's not like obviously having that competition to push you is good. But if it's pushing you outside of who you are, right, like if I, I, I don't know, it's hard for me to come up with some an example off the top of my head. But like if 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 Ryan Tannehill was backing up Lamar Jackson he's not trying to play quarterback like Lamar Jackson yeah he will lose that fight every time the best chance you have is is being the best you um and and Drew clearly understands that um and th- that's super important because hopefully if anything that example that level-headedness is something that uh Jaden is also able to 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 kind of glean off of and it makes everybody better
0: yeah not only that but something that i feel like that doesn't get talked about enough when you have a quarterback competition like this right is it is a little bit more of a challenge or a little bit more of a waiting game to build some of that synergy and that chemistry mm-hmm. that you'd like to have in an offense now again i don't expect this to be a quarterback competition that lasts through the entirety of yeah. fall camp but i think kenny would tell you that he would That's love what, yeah. to get this wrapped That's up as he soon as, as possible day, yeah. but when you have a quarterback with the opposite mindset of Drew Pine, right? Where let's say Trenton has just a phenomenal drive, phenomenal series in practice. Mm -hmm. And then you've got another guy that steps up as the two and he is trying to do everything possible to push the offense to places that hurt it Mm -hmm. as opposed to help it, right? So not only is he doing himself a disservice, but you're doing a disservice to the other 10 guys that you have on offense in terms of trying to get the best rep possible. And I think Drew Pine understands that as in just because i may have a not necessarily a worse drive but the opportunities in this specific series in practice don't really ask for me Mm -hmm. to throw a you know a deep post to elijah badger or to to take a giant shot doesn't necessarily mean that this isn't making me a better quarterback and helping the offense. In
1: the yeah. Way. And I mean, we've talked about like what makes him special too before compared to the other quarterbacks is athleticism. So there's going to be opportunities for him to use that in ways the other quarterback shouldn't. Absolutely. Right? Like, and there's certain, there's going to be certain times where it makes sense for him to use his legs in a way that it wouldn't make sense for Trenton to use his legs. Um, and not that Trenton can't, right? Like we, I think we saw at times last year that if he needs to, he's willing to mix it. Like he's willing to, to get hit. He's a tough guy. If he needs to go and move a little bit, he will, but he's obviously like we said, like I said, drew was a different kind of athlete um than the other quarterbacks um so i mean it goes both ways for sure but again yeah understanding that you gotta be you is is so crucial because yeah like you said it not only does, does it does do him a disservice it also puts the guys that are on whatever the second team or whatever that he's running with at the time like it puts them at a disservice and we talked about how deep this receiving core is and kind of who that number three is going to be if they're not getting good reps with with whoever the second quarterback is if that's uh, whether that's drew or somebody else then that that just hurt it puts everybody a disservice it puts the yeah. offense a at a service fans a disservice service coaches so um yeah playing within yourself and just like you said or he said controlling what you can control is the best is
0: the most every single player can do to put this team in a position to succeed. Absolutely. And part of what helped Drew Pine succeed last season at Notre Dame was the fact that he had one of the nation's best tight ends mm-hmm. in Michael Mayer, a guy who I, you know, through th- the Third entire shut, shut up. Through the entire draft right. process felt was the best tight end, and he got drafted. Third, third yeah. out of tight ends, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Don't Kincaid, stand up! Stop it! Stop it! Michael Mayer was an absolute freak. Yeah, at he Notre was. Dane, absolutely he just wasn't. Dalton he was one of the nation's best tight ends. Um, and guess what? Drew Pine gets the luxury of playing with not only a Spence and not only a Bryce Pierre, but guess what? The one and only America's corn and America's tight end, the himself, birthday boy, Jalen Conyers. Uh, so, again, is there any similarities between Michael Mayer and Jalen Conyers? This is what Drew Pine had to say.
3: No doubt, you know, I think they play a little different and stuff. But I mean, they're just both what they are, they're game changers. I mean, they're just, they're guys who can get the ball in their hands and just absolutely change the whole entire pace of the game and and direction of the game. So um, the guys that, you know, usually if they're one-on-one, they're open. And if they're they're double-covered, they might be open, so you know those two those these two i'm so grateful to have such great tight ends in my college career and um
1: so yeah That's game changers play. man yeah if they're a single cover and they're open if they're double cover they might be open <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean we saw that with jay we've seen that with jaylen a bunch for, there's no such thing as a as a jaylen's always open he's always available yeah um like, but yeah, I mean, it is... The guy that knows how to use a tight end, particularly in a... In a uh, well, not an often, but a program that recently
0: has not shown that they know how to use tight ends. He literally... Drew's coming from tight end U to a place that's had a bunch of great tight ends they never used.
1: Yeah. Tight end useless. Um, <laughs> that's what it's been like here because they've been good. They just haven't been used. Yeah. Um, like, so, so obviously, it, it's good. And, and then that's the one good thing, getting back to, like we don't necessarily know where he's going to be on the depth chart, who he's going to be running with, but he has, there's three tight ends that are going to give him like, he's going to have a chance to use. Like there's three tight ends that are super talented. So regardless of who's out there with him, he's going to have an opportunity to kind of show what he can do um, with that kind of connection. Um, and I, I think that's exciting. Like uh, the, the tight ends, I mean, Jalen's the best player on this team, I think. And, and so if, if, if Drew was the quarterback and he is, gives them an, he puts Jalen in the, he puts this team in a position to maximize Jalen's potential. I think that's the team's best chance of winning. Um, and so that that is a really exciting thing to ha- to know that if he does end up being the starter, he is in a position where he's going to be able to, to really let Jalen shine.
0: Yeah. Look, I mean, just to have a guy that played with Michael Mayer, who yeah. again was a second round pick in the NFL draft this, what a month ago, two months mm-hmm. ago. And many thought he was set to be a first round pick in the NFL draft to have that player comparison. I think is not only huge for for Jalen, but for fans too, to realize, right? Like we are around ASU. We talk about ASU. We tell you how good he is. But here, here's a guy that played at Notre Dame and had several tight ends come through there that all went on to play in the NFL. Cole Komet, another Mm -hmm. one for the Chicago Bears. And for him to be like, you know what? Jalen Conyers? Yeah, he is that guy. He quite literally is that guy. I think one thing that when people talk about Jalen Conyers that they'd like to see this season is growth in terms of the run game. And we talked a little bit off-camera him and I uh, today about that and you know we've joked with him in the past at Pacto Media Day about just run blocking in general yeah. and that's the thing that Michael Mayer uh, really did a phenomenal phenomenal job of you look at Notre Dame's offense in years past and it was the run game mixed with the pass game for ASU it's always been just like run it run it run mm-hmm. it run it if Jalen can elevate that part of his game then he certainly has the the talent and the potential to be a yeah. first round pick. And it's not NFL. like
1: there's like, like Messiah can, can run block. So it's not like there's not, but obviously Jalen becomes a lot more dangerous. He's able to do all those things. Absolutely. Um, it, 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 we talked about it uh, from a defense perspective, but just doing different looks at defenses and, and confusing them and making it a lot less obvious where you're going to go. Because last year, a lot of the times it felt really obvious as to where they were going to go yeah. and what they were going to do. Um, again, gives this team an even like, that's the theme for all of this, just giving this team a chance to succeed. Um, and they weren't given that a whole lot last year. They were kind of shooting themselves in the foot or members of the coaching staff were shooting the team in the foot. Um, hopefully
0: that's not the case this year and i don't think it will be yeah absolutely look we've got some more sound from arizona state's offensive media day that i do want to get to but before we do that guys I want to tell you about our friends over at burrito express they hooked us up earlier this week yes, they did. as they do Are every Still some in the weeks. fridge man there is Ooh, there is the there the show, trust. is had another machaca hot back-to-back days mm. i even had a bsb in my hand and a machaca and i looked at them both and I put the BSB down and I went Machaga I might go back I might go back
1: home and get a a burrito express like or go (laughs) home as in go to the one that started it all really and have a burrito or burrito supreme after uh, after the show
0: it's look guys breakfast supreme check them out they got locations all over the Valley. They've got some NIL deals, both with Elijah Badger and Jalen Conyers. So anytime you check out Burrito Express and you get a burrito from them, you're supporting Arizona State athletes as well. Grab a burrito and follow Burrito Express on social over at Burrito EXP. Um and if you're sitting there and
1: your wallet's empty and you're like ah oh, I don't have any money for BetOnline Express <sighs> uh first off they're affordable so you don't need all that much but you can go make yourself some money on sports Sportsbook app um because they give you money yeah they just be handing out money and if you don't believe me um all you gotta do is go play their their free to play um. Swing for the Fences game, and you might just get some free money. All you do is you pick out uh, an area or the strike zone that it give you. You'll get a single, double, triple, or home run or pop out and receive a prize to depending on the type of hit that you get. Um, You're going to have to use it on MLB and you're going to have to use it within 24 hours. So make sure you're on top of that. Um, But if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer.
0: Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, DC, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877 8 hope ny or text y 467369. New York call 1-800-327-5050. Massachusetts. 21+ plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-next-step Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 Nevada. 1-800-bets-off Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. US promotional offers not available in DC, Kansas, Nevada, New York or Ontario yeah well in the chat burrito exp coming out with badger and Conyer stickers Ooh. yeah those stickers go crazy yeah, they do. the one that jalen has on his phone is real cool before we get into the rest of the sound just want to update you guys on some number changes we got oh. for asu and some numbers for some transfers this is my this is my favorite jordan tyson is going to be wearing number zero this season love that uh you remember who won number zero last year Unless I'm tripping. I think it was Charles Hall. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles Hall. Uh, Roman Rashada, Jaden's brother, is going to be wearing number 25. And linebacker Juju Mitchell is going to be wearing number 48. Some changes for some ASU vets or guys that came in a little bit earlier. Geo Sanders mm. moving from number 20 to number 6. Okay. Melquan Stovall going from number 22 to number 7. Like it. Sean Charles going from number 81 to number 20. What was Javen's number? Jaden Rashada. Jayvin. Javon's number was eight, I believe. Did he switch it? No, I believe he's still eight. Who wow. just switched to eight? Did you say someone switched to eight? Nobody switched to eight. Oh, you said Mel six. No, switched seven. And someone Sean Charles went then. from eighty-one to twenty. Mm. Geo went from twenty to six, and George Hart going from thirty-nine to a phenomenal running back number twenty-one. Ooh, you don't know about George Hart. <sighs> you don't know about twenty-one is a a great. great, great number, Willis right? McGahee, uh, Ladainian Tomlinson, great running back number. It's the best.
1: Running back number. 31 like, is my uh, favorite. 44 is the best running back number. 34? Uh, 44. 44. Ahmad Bradshaw? Um, Randy Davis, best. Lloyd Little, and
0: Jim Brown. Okay. Those are some some solid ones. I'll let you have that. No uh, cues. Sean, did you know that there's a bunch of transfers on the Arizona State Football roster? I did know that like a lot yes like more than normal yes and you know how we're talking about it all the damn time and how national media talks about it as Mm -hmm. like a bad thing Mm -hmm. of like they got transfers so they're not gonna have a bunch of chemistry you got a bunch of like it's a melting pot of players they're not gonna have time to really sync together of course that's not necessarily the case i would agree asu um the center that i got to talk to today phenomenal name by the way leaf That's his first name, Mm -hmm. is Leif Fautanu. Um, I got the chance to, to ask him today, just in terms of the transfers, and he thinks that it's going to help this team, gives him a little bit of an advantage. This is what Leif had to say today.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that with as much people as we brought in through the portal... A lot of them have their own experience and their own thought processes and the way they see the game, Um, because not everybody was coached the same. So um, I might take a little bit of information from their game and add it to my game and give some of tips, some of them my tips that I've learned. You know, so I think if we continue to help each other get better,
0: I think we'll be very good as an offensive line. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? uh, Having a bunch of different experiences and thought process maybe helps a team. Yeah, and I mean like.
1: I understand the argument that it's not good, but when you're when you're talking about a program that just was abysmal, or is it, or was last year, and the, everyone complained about the culture seemed messed up and all this stuff, like everything was bad last year. So why yeah. are you complaining about there being new blood? Like, I, not that people necessarily are, but like, like you said, it's kind of a narrative that when you get all the transfers, it's not a good thing. I think it is was the best thing for this program. Like, you needed new blood. You needed people who weren't necessarily kind of disillusioned as to what it meant to be a Sun Devil and all of that kind of stuff. Like you you just needed a new a new kind of shot of energy. And I think all these transfers provide that. So I agree. I think it definitely as far as this particular program and the school is concerned, it is definitely a, a
0: positive. And for this position group on the offensive line, yeah. right? Which its I feel like it's something we talked about a little bit last year because there was, it felt like a lot of plug-and-play guys, at least in terms of transfers on that offensive line. And it didn't necessarily work out simply because you got some injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did have some chemistry issues up there. Obviously, some guys no longer with Arizona State. But... Now you get to kind of have a fresh start. You obviously still have pieces from that offensive line, and you do have a bunch of guys that have played in the Power Five in terms of offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. And I think it is, it is going to, to benefit them. It's something that Bobby Hurley talked about with ASU Basketball of where he gets guys, and the first thing that he does is he asks them, about their experience that they had right because he gets to learn a little bit more as a coach yeah. how's lsu doing this yeah, how's nevada 100%. doing this how's texas tech doing this and now you see it on the football field and you got an offensive line kind of built around a bunch of different players and you get to be like okay how does this team do it mm-hmm. how does this team do it how yeah, did you do it a over point. at cal how did you do it over at washington state and eventually what you get is you get the best possible, yeah. like experience in the best possible situation because you have a bunch of different players that really have tried it all. So I'm excited to see what the offensive it's line. Almost like diversity is a good thing. Who would have? Who would have thought? Yeah, crazy, right? All right. The last soundbite for you is one of my personal favorites, and it's from Messiah Swinson. Mm. Um, got the chance to sit down with him today, and what we've heard about Kenny Dillingham's first meeting. Right, where he kicked his shoes off, where he ripped, ripped his, his pants. pants. Um, and he was just Kenny Dillingham, right? That's mm-hmm. who he is, that's what he is. He's just himself. And so we know that Kenny had the chance to talk with all the players one on one too, right? To try and retain them, to try and um, get them to commit back to Arizona State. So Messiah Swinson just pretty much gave me the story on mm-hmm. his entire first conversation with Kenny Dillingham and it's phenomenal. So this is the story from Messiah Swinson.
2: So, well, after the last game, we, had, we played at Arizona, right? University of Arizona last game. We drove back up here. Oh, my God. He's going to be really good. Um, we drove back up to... Tempe and I ended up going home that night of the game and um, just kind of weighed the whole decision of if I wanted to come back to school, if I wanted to stay if I wanted to leave, if I wanted to pay for the draft, you know, um, just kind of that whole process. It was either, you know, declare or come back to Arizona State. Those were my only two options. Um, But I think Kenny got hired the day after, two days after the season or the day after the season ended Um, and I think that Monday, we had a conversation, he called me FaceTime me and reached out to me. He was just like, no, it's not. I have I've never had a, a tight end room like that you guys have right now. Um, it's filled with a lot of talent, and I feel like I could do a lot of different things with you guys. Um, he's like, if you look at my, at the team that I had this year, look at the tight ends that we had. And I think they had five different tight ends score touchdowns, or so four different tight ends score touchdowns. So that's that was impressive to me, just like how much he uses different guys and how much he, you know, really just uses the whole room, which I liked. Um, so that conversation was just like more of just telling me what he plans to do with us, um, why he thinks I should stay, and um, just like the whole plan moving forward and moving into the season. And, you know, we had the conversation. It went really well, and uh, I believed in what he was saying, and I believed in his message and just like what he wanted. So you know, I ended up coming back, and I don't, I don't regret that. At all. I'm super happy that I made the decision. Coming.
0: He's here. He's at Arizona State. And why is he here? Is he here because Kenny Dillingham is one of the most likable coaches yeah. in college football.
1: Well, and he brought something up that I feel like we haven't really talked about because obviously Jalen has dominated so much of the conversation as far as the tight ends and even really just the offense in general is concerned. But like you can use dude, both of the tight ends could have have great seasons. Yeah. Like Dalton Kincaid wasn't the only tight end. On that that Utah team, and obviously uh, other guy got hurt, but um, like, and I mean, I I'm bringing this up only because it is, I think, in my mind, the most the best example of of, of two terrific tight ends. And obviously, today is not a great day to bring it up, but I think of Aaron Hernandez and Garab Gronkowski on the Patriots. Like, both of those guys were unbelievable tight ends, yeah, and they both produced on that on that team, it, which is to say that. Like we always talk about Jalen, there's no reason that's that that Messiah who was, as that someone mentioned during draft day or during uh, media day, was the number one last year. Yeah, like he came into that season and was the number one. He was the only tight end that really got any kind of run at the beginning of the season. Um, like, and obviously he's a physical freak. Like he's a different kind of tight end than Jalen is. So there's going to be different situations in which you use him. Like we we alluded to earlier. There's no reason that he can't have a terrific year as well. And Bryce um, Pierre. And Bryce Pierre, exactly. And I, I like he said, you just have to look at, at the Oregon team last year and see how they use their tight ends. Like you said that five different tight ends caught touchdowns. Well, there's really only three here. I and mean, there's more. No just with the other guys. But like there's there's three tight ends here. Um and, and I mean shout out Bryce Pierre like we haven't talked about him as being really a part of this picture at all and the reality is, is he he damn well might be too Um, so that's really exciting like the tight ends are mismatches especially a guy like Messiah Swenson he, he is a, he is a mismatch regardless of where he is if you can figure out how to
0: use him it's going to be
1: tough for, for teams to stop the tight ends in this offense
0: oh absolutely and I think that is something that is a selling point not only in this past class or in recruiting classes moving forward, Mm -hmm. but you look at all of the position groups on offense, running back, wide receiver, tight end. We talk about how deep all of these position rooms are. So you're like, okay, why? Why if you're a a guy in the portal, if you're an Xavier Guillory and you see, hey, they've got Geo Sanders coming back, they have Elijah Badger, they've got Melquan Mm Stovall. Why are you here? Or if
1: you're Messiah Swinson, why are you here? Yeah, and The writing was on the wall. We knew damn well by the end of the last season that this was... That Jalen was the number one. tie done.
0: And the easy answer is because Kenny can feed them all. Yeah, that's what he can do. Like Kenny there has is a track no such record thing to prove it. Exactly. Right? It's not empty exactly. promises
1: like you got. I feel like a lot from from Erm. If we're being honest, like you could say as much as you want, but the reality is, is, is the, these kids are smart enough, especially again now, to know that just because a coach says something doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Yeah. And a Kenny's different. He's he's tr- likable and trustworthy. But B, like we said, he has the proof. He can. He's shown that he knows how to use tight ends. Um, and and so if you weren't taking, it wasn't an empty promise by any means. You knew that that there was something behind it.
0: Yeah, most definitely. We do have one final thing to talk about today before we do that. Guys, want to tell you about our friends at Foco. If you couldn't tell, this amazing studio has a bunch of Arizona sports merch, and it is. It wouldn't be here without Foco, guys. They helped us put all of this together. They've got the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandom. And guess what? It's baseball season. Did you know that, Sean? I did know that. They've got a hot shirts. Straw hats. Who? I was last night. Oh, yes, Eight sir. Eight and a half Ks. Yes, sir. Over. Over. Polos, bags, everything you need for a game, guys. FOCO always has our back for Arizona sports, and they have yours, too. Get the best gear around by visiting... Foco.com and using code PHNX for all non-presale items. Use that promo code PHNX for 10% off. Sean, before we get out of here, some crazy news Yeah, man. this morning. News that you looked at your phone and I had to make sure it wasn't like a meme.
1: Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was from a legit account. Yeah, I had to do a double take for sure.
0: And we're talking about TMZ's report this morning uh, that Bronnie James was rushed to the hospital. After suffering cardiac arrest uh, during a basketball workout, USC preparing for a similar trip that Arizona State is doing, uh, going to Greece to play basketball. Um, It's just the story in general is wild. I guess a James family spokesperson told TMZ uh, yesterday while practicing, Bronny James suffered a cardiac arrest. Medical staff was able to treat Bronny and take him to the hospital. He is now in stable condition and no longer in the ICU. Uh, The James family obviously asking for respect and privacy during this just wild time um but i mean you and i talked a little bit about it off camera it was like you saw that news and you're like this isn't this isn't real yeah man i mean like
1: it's crazy because these are guys that we talk about in, in like not an abstract way but like we always talk about like Okay, that's LeBron James, and then there's LeBron James Jr. And like, oh, they're like when LeBron James Jr. gets drafted and when they play together and all of this stuff, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this kid almost this kid almost died. Yeah. Like and obvious so obviously, like it's it anytime you see something about like a young athlete or any kind of young person or any person in general go through something like this, it's different. But when it's someone like Bronny Jr.? And I mean, maybe it's this is not good and it's not fair, but the reality is is like LeBron is a kid that a lot of us have like uh, grown up with in a way. Like we have been yeah. seeing him for all of LeBron's career and now especially us like he's going to be playing in the plac- playing in the Pac12. Like he is a, he's going to USC. He's a very good basketball player with aspirations of of making the NBA. It's crazy to have all of that just like you wake up and it's like oh all, all of that was almost taken away. Um and so it definitely like Man, appreciate these athletes because they are quite literally yeah. putting their bodies on the line. um And I mean, obviously, this is—we've seen stuff like this happen in, in basketball before. Happened in Florida a couple years ago. Uh, Shaquille sure O'Neill obviously yeah, had yeah. his whole heart thing too. Like, so there's always stuff like appreciate them while you got them, man. Because like this, this shit is fragile.
0: And I feel like this is another one of those things that you wake up this morning and you you read it, you have time to digest it, and you're just like, okay, you're like. It's just like another reminder of like, you're not untouchable. Yeah. Nobody's man. untouchable. Well, Yeah.
1: That's like, the, Like I was saying to you earlier, like this is crazy to happen to any 18 year old kid, 17 year old yeah, kid. Yeah. Like let's not forget that he is he's a teenager still, but also this isn't just any 17 year old kid. This is a, 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 kid who has been training to be an athlete basically his entire life who is the son of one of like the most physically greatest based basketball player yeah and but like not just that he's a basketball player who's like never hurt he's been he's been playing basketball for 20 years and has been a a picture of of fitness so like this is a kid who who, this shit really shouldn't be happening to and like you said it really is just like kind of a reminder of how fragile life is because like uh, this kid is is the last kid you would expect something like this to happen to and it again almost it was almost all taken away and it and again this isn't not that this really matters in the picture of this but this isn't just like is it not something that just happened to a kid yeah like this obviously has like we know not we know his who his dad is pretty important person yeah um so like there's a lot there's a lot that goes into this beyond just obviously him so obviously happy with the james family that this was more just I mean, not a scare obviously he did he went into cardiac arrest this is going to be something that changes his career like you're going, it's something that's going to be monitored for the rest of his career. Um, but ultimately, he's he appears to be okay, and hopefully, we'll be able to play basketball again. Still, um, but man, it is definitely like you said. It's one of those things. You saw it in the morning. You're like, it. He almost didn't. It didn't. Comp, you didn't, could not, couldn't. No, yeah, this is not real. Like, that's not. It's almost like a Mad Lib, like something bad happened yeah. to someone random. That's not like a real thing,
0: but it obviously it is, I, yeah. man. I saw it from Bleacher Report, and the first thing I thought of, like, this is a fake account. right? I yeah. just had to double check, make sure it was the right ad, and I clicked on it, and it was like, oh. This is this, this is, is real, legit. man. This yeah. is legit. Uh, shout out the USC medical staff for, you know, obviously. Yeah, man. I mean, again, if there's
1: it's not, never a good time for something like this to happen, no. but if there was a place for it to happen.
0: Yeah, again, this the work that they did, and obviously everybody's super thankful that he is in stable condition. Um, on that note, Sean, we are done for the day. Yeah. So if you enjoy the content, give us a follow over at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Uh, you can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Totri. You could follow the man to my right. Or I guess if you're watching, you're on their left, right? Well, it's yeah. always to your right. To my right. You're to their left, your guys. Left. Screen left. You can follow them at Sean underscore uh, to pause. Craving Burrito Express is always. I'm hungry, man. Wrap this shit up. Yes, sir. You had an easy one. You could have just done wishing Jalen Conyers a happy birthday. Oh, wishing Jalen Conyers.
1: Well, no, I'm not always doing that. I'm only doing that one day a year.
0: You're right. The one day that you could have used that and you opted not to do but it. But I'm not always wishing him happy birthday. On today you are.
1: No, but like, hi, every single day I'm craving Burrito Express. This is, that's I have okay. never once wished him a happy birthday before today. And I will never do it again after today until next year.
0: Okay, that's fair. I thought you were just like, I'm never
1: going never gonna, gonna, to. This, this is your one
0: birthday, birthday Jalen. Happy birthday to happy America's birthday, corn. tight end. Check America's out the high corn. point tomorrow yeah at i want to say six, six. Yep. um believe he i'm not going to reveal who the guest yeah, is. yeah i honestly don't even but know i'm going to say the, the guest is going to be a lot of fun okay I'm for on. sure again follow us at phnx underscore sign of you can follow the whole what do you call shindig? it? shindig there you go phnx underscore sports say. guys we will see you wednesday aka hump day but for now peace